This is Kari Gale. And this is Tony Critz. Welcome to the Pilgrim Lost Podcast, a space for those who wander and wonder. Are you guys holding up, are you holding up okay? We're doing good. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've been, I'm kind of lucky in that I have two sort of home locations. So I'm, I'm going back and forth between my tiny and Scott's house and his house is on the river and has a beautiful view out in the water. And so um, we get to walk along that every afternoon. So I feel pretty lucky in my quarantine. That's great. Staying healthy trying doing a lot of eating and drinking and eating and drinking oh, not okay. necessarily stri- well i mean i guess you know when you're stressed and anxious you try sometimes turn to comfort food my comfort food is just uh, like mm, drinking in general <laughs> and then also <laughs> honey mustard potato kettled potato chips oh those are the best some people hate them and i am so no. in love with them yeah, I haven't had a potato chip now in like a month and a half because we're on this cleanse. But that that would be if I if I could have if I could have one handful of potato chips right now, it would oh be gosh. the honey mustard kettle brown. Oh, so good! I'm so impressed that you were still on that. So tell me, like, what what inspired you to stay on that in the midst of all of this crazy? Well, my wife and I we have had a couple of should we just call it because she wants to go for three months and we're about a month month and a half about a month and a half in now. Um, but we just, it's a little hard, you know, it's a little hard structuring our diets and, you know, just avoiding, um, processed foods and carbs and all, you know, we're just basically eating vegetables and some meat. Uh, and it would be fun. I mean, I certainly would love to have some potato chips and a ginger ale or something with bourbon. Um, Hey, that's called a horse's neck. Did you know that? No. Yeah. I I was. Told it was a Jack and Ginger, Jack and Ginger something. I guess it could be a Jack and Ginger, but it's like <laughs> when you have a Moscow Mule and you take out the vodka and you put in uh, bourbon. bourbon, it's a horse's neck. Okay, so at least uh, that is what I've been told. <laughs> so anyway, we are way we are way off course. And okay, so today is April seventh. Yes, we've got a, we've got exciting stuff going on. Yes, from Lost does. We are going to embark on and have maybe already embarked on as we record this very podcast, um, The 100 Day Project. We talked about it last pod and invited you all into the process. And uh, we were, our assignment to each other, Tony and I, was to actually get up this morning and start the project so that we could share a little bit about what we're doing and kind of our journey in that space. And so- Okay, um, okay. Yes. Before we go any farther, I, I have this story I want to tell you. Tell me the story. Before we get back to the 100-day project. Please do. Okay. So last week, I went for a walk from my house down the east side of the river all the way to the Tillicum Crossing Bridge. Mm-hmm. Do you know where that yeah, is? I do. And then back up the west side of the river through the Pearl back across the Broadway and home was the course That's that I did. a took. nice little walk. Yeah, it's about 10 miles. It was great. It was, yeah. So I did this walk, and as I came down the west side of the river, 
I found this funky little bridge, this little walking bridge that goes down by Union Station. So walk over this bridge, I go down into Union Station or by Union Station. And then there's all this construction going on. And so I get, I get a detour to walk around in front of the post office to walk around that way. Okay. If you can imagine that. I, I can actually. So I, I walk around the corner. And as soon as I walk around the corner, I'm, you know, I've got my headphones on. So I, I'm not so aware of my atmosphere. So to walk around the corner, I find myself completely in the midst of a, a gauntlet of street folk, people who live on the streets, right? Okay. The sidewalk all the way down on both sides is just lined with folks who live outside, you know, and, and, and in all the, the trappings of that. And they're all so close to me. Right. Mm -hmm. As I turn the corner and I've just been on this long walk and everyone's doing social distancing and everyone's staying six to 10 feet away. Even when you pass on the path the whole day. And then suddenly I've just had people on top of me and not just people, but street folk. Wow. And I, I got so afraid. I mm -hmm. got overwhelmed with fear. All of a sudden I went into complete crisis, fight or flight mode. I, I, uh, the first thing I did was I held my breath because I didn't want to, I didn't want to breathe them as horrible as that is to say, I hold my breath. I look at the ground. I won't look anybody in the eye and I start to walk really fast. I'm sure that they all were just like, this guy's a freak. And I'm, I'm just like plowing through this crowd of people. I get out the other side, across the street. And it's not till I get across the street that I let out my breath. And I'm just so relieved. Now I walk home. I put my clothes in the washing machine. I take a shower. And then a little while later, I was thinking about that experience and all of a sudden I was overwhelmed with shame mm. that that I would treat human beings like they're a disease not that they might have it no they are a disease that I would have that response to these neighbors of mine who just who live outdoors and uh, I, I honestly I sobbed I sobbed for minutes over it. It really bothered me. And then like for three or four days, I was just thinking about it all the time. And I told three or four friends that I had had this experience and how, how ashamed I felt. And I just was using a lot of really bad self-talk. I mean, a lot of you're a horrible person, mm. a lot of cursing at myself for being such a poop head. Um, and so anyway, Thursday, so four days ago, I was going to go on the same walk. I was going to walk down the east side to the Tilcom Crossing, come back to the west side and come home. And as I'm walking, I'm actually telling the story on, on the phone to a friend of mine who's a therapist. I'm like, man, I did this thing and I'm such a poop head. And of course, he's being really nice to me on the phone. And I said, yeah, so I'm just really going to, I'm going to process this today. I'm going to really think about this. So as I'm walking through the Rose Quarter towards the Moda Center where the Trailblazers play, I'm walking past a parking garage. And I look over, this is that right after I get off the phone with this guy, I look over in this parking garage and there's something on the, on the ground. So I jump over a wall, I run over, I pick it up and it's a wallet. It's an old, it's a beat up wallet. And I, I think somebody found my wallet. I hope that they would try to get it back to me or whatever. So I open up and the first thing that I see is an infectious disease card, like a clinic card for infectious diseases. Wow. 
and a few other like ID cards for like social services and uh, a few bucks, like $9. And I'm already kind of heebie-jeebie, you know, with the whole, the whole disease, COVID-19 thing, you know, and it lives on surfaces and I've picked up this wallet and infectious diseases and I'm, you know, and about three or four times I just was like, I'm just going to leave it here. The person will come back. They'll find it in the middle of a par- an empty parking garage. And that finally I'm just like, no, I got to do whatever I can to track this guy down. So near the wallet, I found a cell phone and the cell phone was unlocked and I started flipping through it and I couldn't find any information about him. So I just started calling through his address book. Wow. (laughs) And the first person doesn't pick up. The second person calls me back and it's Sarah. And I'm like, Sarah, hi. I'm calling you on this phone that I've found and I'm, I want to get it back to the owner. She's like, what? And I try and explain it to her. I try and explain it to her two or three times. And she's like, that's my dad. You've got my dad's phone and wallet. I'm like, fantastic. Can I, may I get this to you? Or can I get it to your dad? She's like, well, we don't really know where he is most of the time. But, um, and I'm, I can't really get out right now, but my boyfriend works downtown. Would you be willing to meet my boyfriend if I, if I can get him to call you? I said, great, absolutely. Here's, here's my cell number. So you can just call me directly on my cell number here. You know, my name's Tony. Just have him call me. And I'm just going to walk right now across the Broadway bridge, the same bridge we walked across to start our pilgrim loss pilgrimage through Portland. Um, I'm basically taking that same route that, that we all took. Mm-hmm. And so I go, I'm just going to cross and I'll just walk into downtown. You just have him call me. And whenever he calls me, I'll just come find him and I'll, I'll hand it to him. It'll be great. She's like, that's great. So I, crawl, I walk across the Broadway bridge. I take that turn in front of Union Station and my phone rings. The guy's like kind of a little confused by what's going on. And I explain, I just need to come find him. He's like, well, okay. I'm standing here in front of the post office across from Union Station. So I'm like, okay. Oh, I'm like, I'm like three minutes away. So this is what I look like, whatever. So I walk down and said, you know, just wave at me when you see me. I walk down and this guy's standing in the middle of that same gauntlet of people. I knew it. I knew it. He's standing there with them, right? And I walk over and I walk right up to him and, he, and, he's, and he's really suspicious. He's like, what, so what's your deal and what do you want? I said, I don't want anything. I found this wallet and cell phone. I want to get it back to your girlfriend's father. He's like, no, what do you want? Seriously, what do you want? I was like, I don't want it. You want money? Is that what you want? We want money? I don't have any money. And I was like, I was like, seriously, I don't want anything. I just want to be a nice human being. That's all I want to be. And he takes the wallet cell phone from me and he looks at me and he goes, you just want to be a nice human being. And I'm like, yeah. He goes, well, that's the effing craziest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. And he starts turning to all of his friends. He goes, this guy doesn't want any money. This guy just wants to be a nice guy. And all these street folks start, start like cheering me on and being like, so great to have a nice person in this city. And we think you're great. And you're going to have good karma for a year. And I'm like, well, thanks everybody. This is super encouraging. And I'm like, like, I'm going to go now. And I'm walking away and I'm thinking about this whole experience. And it's one thing to have the universe correct bad self-talk. It goes to a whole nother level 
when in this case, I was led to the exact same spot in our city, you know, of 1.5 million people, however big Portland is, to the exact same chunk of sidewalk that this shaming thing had happened a couple days before. All the hairs on the back of my neck are standing up right now. That is an incredible story. Isn't that crazy? I mean, it feels like it was like a scripted movie that someone wrote. Yeah, but you wouldn't believe it. But you wouldn't, you'd be like, no, <laughs> that doesn't, that wouldn't happen. Wow. So after you walked away and you'd had that, that cheering on of all of those people that just a week before you had rushed through, like, did yeah. it, did you feel like, what was the, what was your predominant emotion? Well, I think, um, two, two gratitude and then um a really just profound sense of wonder mm. um that there's there's a mysticalness to reality that is beyond explanation that is that is dazzling and surprising and unpredictable and unwritable like i write I write for a living and I, I couldn't write that. I couldn't have written that story as fiction because no one would believe it. But um, so those are things I felt. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. That was, that's incredible. I still can't quite believe it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, speaking about wonder and gratitude and all those good, good on feelings um, that, Trump shame anytime, man. I've been reading, I actually was reading. So you, you actually inspired me and I went directly from my computer after we did our last podcast and I listened to the new Brene Brown podcast. Oh yeah, isn't it great? And I've been listening, following her, so good. Gosh, and then it made me go back and read. Um, I'm just about done with reading, rereading The Gifts of Imperfection. Um, I'm reading that right now too. Oh my gosh. So much, so much good in that book. And I just, just, I think the the proximity that we are with our families and people that we love right now or not <laughs> in some cases where people have to be isolated it's really interesting to read through these really basic i feel like when i read brene brown it's this this manual of living uh, of basic human human um the ability to process and uh live in this like full-hearted what she calls wholehearted way and and when you're, for example, when Scott and I are having conversations and we're spending all this time together, um, you know, things erupt and arise and, and you, you, you know, we've been dating for a year, a year plus, and now we're spending a lot of time together and things, conversations that maybe we wouldn't have had now are happening because we're, we are spending, you know, days together. So it's like, how this, how, how we engage and, and, and be vulnerable and be real and authentic, how we walk through these, these situations that arise, these challenges about living in tight quarters and, and just being, being with is so, it's so hard and it's so beautiful. And mm. she is such a wonderful guide through the mess of life. And so I just so appreciate going back and reading about shame and vulnerability and perfectionism and 
how to navigate all of these feelings that I think for so many people, we can just avoid them as we go through our daily life. We just rush through and now we don't have, we have so much time to sit in that. And so I'm super thankful for that podcast and just for her in general. So um, yeah, thanks, Brene. I'm always like pretending that she's listening. <laughs> I'm sure she is. I'm sure she is. Uh, she's pretty busy right now though. She's, she's a busy lady. Um, but we are also going to be busy because today, April 7th, is the start of the 100-day project. Yay! <laughs> um, I'm super excited about it. And it has been, you know, something that we, on our last pod, invited you all, our listeners, into uh, joining in with us. And so today, Tony and I are going to talk a little bit about what we're going to do for the 100-day project. Right. And um, we also invited a few people to, or we just invited you to email us or Instagram us and let us know what kind of things you were doing, which a couple of you, a few of you did, which I was just super excited about. Um, and I want to share a few of those as well. So, um, yes. And, and um, just to re restate something we said last time, hmm. Kari and I questioned whether this was the right time to do a big project in a hundred day creative project. And to invite you, our friends and community into it with us. And we just concluded this is the perfect time. There's a, there's an anxious energy that needs an outlet. And there is a mind, soul, spirit uh, desire for input, for expression, for stimulation. And we just want to, let's just, let's go ahead and just climb into something together and let's do it so imperfectly that mm. we laugh together. Yeah. Let's just embrace imperfection and fun and just trying a creative project. And this is a, this is a huge deal for me because I've never done anything like this, but Kari, you've done one before. So I'm looking forward to yeah, just light, light, lighting the path, lighting the path with my one year of experience. Um, well, last year I did drawings every day of um, ordinary objects that you would just find in your home. And I gave myself 30 minutes to draw those. And uh, I'll be honest, so I'm going to embark, I'm going to tell you kind of my little story here, Tony. I was going to okay. do, I was going to do some writing and I wasn't, you know, when you sort of land on an idea and you're sort of a little bit iffy about it, you're like, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. I have shared with you prior that I would like to do some writing about minimalism. And so I'd had this yeah. series of topics that I'd written down over the course of, you know, six months, just little vignettes that I could write on minimalism. And so that was what I was planning on doing. And then everything changed this morning because um, I have a dear friend who is an incredible writer. Her name's Christian Kennedy. And she, um, she lives in Colorado, so we don't get to see each other that much. But we've been friends for, I'm, well, I met her when she was 18. Came, came out, you know, moved out to Oregon by herself and I met her. So it's been like almost 30 years. And um, she has a way with words that's just so beautiful. So I, I'm always encouraging her to write more. And so I said, hey, would you join us in this process? And she, she kind of was a little bit hesitant. And then she said yes. And so um, when I'm, she had texted me and she, a, a while back and was looking, I'm actually finding her text that I had up on my phone. So. She said that she had something that she had decided on. And she said, there's a book by David White called Consolation. 
consolations, excuse me. He chooses a word and writes about it. I'm going to do the same, a hundred days of words on words. I thought that was such a cool idea. So I, you know, cheered her on and said, sounds great. So this morning at 8.30, I get a text from her and she said, day one, done. And I was like, wow, you're on it. <laughs> and she sent me to, her link is on her Instagram, which we'll, I'll include in the notes and everything. But she sent me to her, um, her blog and I read this poem, which I'll read you in just a second. And when I read it, it totally changed what I wanted to do. So I'm going to go ahead and read it for you here. Wow. And the author again is? Christian Kennedy. Okay. All right. So the word that she is using as her inspiration today is here. Here is the place I always am, whether I like it or not. Whether I'm calling it that or something else. This morning here is a rocking chair with a small fire in a wood stove and a dog eating loudly from her Red Bull nearby. Here is my husband snoring lightly upstairs and the sun breaking the horizon and the snow looking dingy because it is spring and the snow is old and covered in forest debris. Here is a plane passing overhead with a presumably light load because most of us are not traveling. Here's a valley, a region, a country, an entire planet talking about the same thing, worried about the same thing. Here is full of face masks and furrowed brows in the potato chip aisle. Here, I'm thinking of my dad who is sick somewhere else, but also because I'm so worried he is here. I'm trying to stay here even though I want to be there. Here is also where the divine calm resides at all times, and I'm trying to sense that as well. It is hard because peace always seems to be elsewhere. But when I accidentally stumble upon it, I'm usually surprised to discover it was with me here all the time. Like my sunglasses when I'm frantically searching are often found on my head. Why don't I ever learn to look there first? Here is where nature resides, never rushing ahead or falling behind, but forever simply present and exposed. The trees shelter in place for their entire lives and yet sing to each other through my choristal networks, they're separate, yet communal, and have so much to teach us about the long game. Here stretches and expands to hold the alternate worlds, past lives and speculations of the novels I now have so much time to read. I often read here and gratefully discover it is possible to be both here and there. But where and what is there, where and what there is, is for another day. I know, isn't that beautiful? So I read that this morning at 8.30 and I thought, oh, I'll just all the imagery in that popped out at me. And of course I called her because she mentioned that her dad is sick and I didn't know that. And so I called her immediately on the phone and um, he hasn't been diagnosed with Corona, but uh, he is sick and they, they're really concerned and um, they don't want to test him because of various things and all the things we've heard about, but um, I'm just sending out prayers to her and her dad um, and the family because, you know, it's just really close to home. And so anyway, talking with her on the phone, I just shared how beautiful her poem was. And it's not really, it's like poem prose, you know, and, uh, and she says to me, I'm, I'm, I really wish that I could have someone 
do an illustration because it's going to be a lot of words over a hundred days. And I was like, what? I will illustrate them. I will do this. And she, she kind of, you know, it was just so obvious. It was so funny because we have wanted to do a collaboration for probably 15 years and we've mm. never gotten it together to do one. And so in the conversation, she, she was a little stressed because she thought that I would need to have it the same day as, you know, so she would write it in the morning and then I would do something at night. And I said, no, I'll just start mine tomorrow. Right. So I'll just go the day after you. And so I'll just have your poem from the day before. So I'm officially starting mine tomorrow. Um, Cheater. As, I, know, I did do a drawing that's going to be the, um, the cover Place of our, pod, our podcast today. So oh, I, nice. did a little, I did a little drawing um, today. But so that's what I'm going to do. And I, I'm, it's a little bit, um, there's some trust in there because I'm trusting for her to do her piece so that I can do my piece, which is, it's an interesting thing because, you know, we all, cha it's challenging to do this for a hundred days, but I'm really, I'm excited about the collaboration and I'm excited that, um, that in both of us are inspiring each other. And that to me is really a huge part of creative expression. And the fact that two friends can be across the country and be sharing, um, you know, the, her, her words are very intimate. Like she's bringing us into her space. This isn't something like she said outside or, you know, something sort of, uh, more cerebral like she's really when she writes I'm in that moment and that's what I love about her her writing so I'm excited to see what that inspires in me from from an illustration standpoint so that's what I'm gonna do awesome I'm looking forward to that and it just changed this morning at 8 30 so I was like Whoop! 100 like so on that note um anybody out there who wasn't sure if you wanted to do it it's not too late to come up with an idea Kari just came up with one this morning so there absolutely and we've, uh, we've got more friends who are going to do this stuff, right? Can you yeah, just list off yeah. maybe a few of the ideas? Yeah, um, I was, it was so, it was really cool because um, we got a really lovely email from a lovely lady named Becca and Becca has been listening to our podcast and um, she is going to be uh, playing guitar every day and watching video lessons. And so that's been awesome. something she's been wanting to try. Um, and Becca, thanks so much for, for listening. Um, I, she, she, I'm going to read the last little part. She just said, she just said that she, uh, one of the things that happened with her is she, well, I'll just read it here. It says, you guys totally inspired me to want to do the Camino. I was actually going to do a small chunk of it over these days while on a break from my studies in the UK, but my trip was canceled due to COVID and my study abroad program was sent home. It's quite unfortunate, but your podcast is one of the things that is keeping me going. And I thought Aww. that was so amazing. So thank you, Becca. Um, and we're looking forward to maybe, maybe you'll post some of your guitar playing, um, somewhere that we can find you. And then this morning, um, let me go back to my other on Instagram, um, a lovely lady. Let me see. I, some of the names, her name's Marcy. And she said that today is the start of the hundred day project. Uh, I followed Kari M. Gale on her hundred day last year and was reminded by an awesome podcast at Pilgrim Lost, that it was starting again. My bucket list here always included speaking Spanish. No time like the present to make it happen. Here is today one for accountability. So nice. I love that these things are not typical. They're, so for those of you that are like, I'm not an artist, you don't have to be an artist 
you can learn Spanish, you can learn the guitar, you can do, do anything creative. All of these things are under that creative umbrella. Like it's stretching your mind, doing something that maybe you've wanted to do for a long time, but maybe just haven't had the time or the focus or the parameters to do it. So um, we just invite you. And again, if you don't figure out something for five days, start then, it doesn't matter. It doesn't, you don't have to start today. It's just, this is, this is a helpful parameter to kind of get you going, so. And what's Scott doing? So Scott, oh, it's exciting. He is recording a video of himself sharing stories from his life. He's calling wow. it The Bake Show, because his last name is Baker. I know, it's totally out of the box. So my boyfriend wow. is a, a graphic artist and a hand letterer, and he wants to, he's one of the things that he has been challenged by is just being authentic and like letting people see who he is. So he decided to do this project. And wow. I'm, yeah, I'm amazed by it because I would not do that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it'll, his post will be up later today and it's at ID, ID and create on Instagram. And I will put that in the, on the, on the notes as well. Okay, so Tony. Yes. You had mentioned last week that you were gonna be doing a writing project. I am gonna be doing a writing project. Can you tell me a little bit more about it? I can. I am going to do a writing project that um, I'm calling uh, Pilgrim Tales. Hmm. And what I want to do is each day I want to write one micro story that embodies something that I, that I want to be true in myself or in the world. It's sort of a values and beliefs, but putting them into like little parables, little meaningful stories but they're micro stories so i'm putting a limit of 50 words they have to be no longer than 50 words wow. and bonus bonus points when they're exactly 50 words like today's is for instance oh and and are you done with today's have you done already i, I am i am you want to hear it yes i would love words. to hear it okay today's micro story it's late afternoon and a beleaguered pilgrim approaches a village she passes a senior whose steps have sputtered since before sunrise. They exchange tired smiles. The pilgrim strives to the village. The pilgrim strides to the village's lone guest house, but finds only one available bed. Thank you anyway. She turns and moves towards the next village. And scene. Wow. Oh, I love it. I stumbled in the middle on the reading. I apologize. And so the, it does have a postscript. My postscript is, note, this story also applies to the last package of toilet paper. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I love it. I love, like, that's hard to do, 50 words. Yeah. I mean, I have a hard time, like, filling in my Instagram profile and the amount of letters that, or the characters they give us. So that will be, that will be an interesting um, exercise in being really like really using your words very specifically and mm -hmm. you probably do you do you write it longer and then and then cut down is that how what's your process yeah i've done i've done one other project kind of like this before it was not an an everyday writing thing it was just a, a fun project i was trying to do and usually i i sit down with an idea and um and I write it out. And in this case, I wrote it out. It started out being like 70 words. And so then I had to go through and figure out, okay, I got to trim 20 words out of this. And it's interesting what 
can you can leave behind. That's a very mm-hmm. exciting part of the process. Um, to figure out ways to say things where you've implied words that were left out. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. So one of the things that uh, I'm excited about is that we have a handful of friends, including Christian, who I just spoke about, that we're going to invite onto our next podcast. And yes. um, so these will be a variety of folk who, some of them who are very experienced. So it has done, this is his seventh year doing this project. He did not remember how many years and he actually went back into his archives because he talks on his video today about his other years doing the creative. This is Scott. Doing the, this is Scott, my boyfriend, who is also at Ideate and Create on Instagram. And so in his video today that I was just sharing about, he kind of talks about the process of doing the 100-day project for so many years in a row. So that which would be really interesting to see uh, or hear just if you're brand new and you want to kind of hear about from someone who's done it many years in a row. Um, so Scott will be on the podcast, Krishna will be on the podcast, and a couple other friends that are going to embark on the project for the very first time. So we are um, excited to hear from them. and have them join us next time. And I think everyone's doing something really different. So it should be, it should be a really interesting conversation. And um, if you haven't told us what you're doing for a hundred day project, please send us a note. You can go to programloss.com and just leave us a note or leave us a note on Instagram. If you start posting things, please at least occasionally tag Pilgrim Lost on your Instagram posts or however you're going about doing it, Facebook or whatever, um, so that we can be sure to see what you're doing. And because we, we may want to share on, on the next podcast, some of the ideas that are out there. And just a little side note. So Tony, just now I was hearing some, I'm having a hard time hearing you. So I don't know if it's, you're recording on your end and I'm hearing some, a little bit of in and out. So if you guys are hearing that too, please forgive us. We're dealing with the Zoom recordings and the internet and all the things that everyone's jumping on at the same time. So you just have to have patience with us as we go through this process of doing this, doing this virtually. So um, yeah, we appreciate that. And, and we'll try to do our best to keep it clear and, and, um, and audible at all times. But um, yeah, so I think, I think that, that I am going to actually go do more art today after having done some art because I got inspired by my earlier drawing. See, that's the thing about the 100-day project is sometimes you just get more inspired. You think, oh, I have to do this thing. You've committed to it, so you do it. And then it kind of opens up that door of creativity. And it, instead of doing the half an hour that you, you needed to do, you end up doing two or three hours. And I think that's what's the beautiful part of this project. Um, Tony, do you, I'm curious, as you look into those hundred days, do you have any fears? Do you have any anxiety about it? Or is it mostly oh, excitement? Total anxiety. Really? A hundred, a hundred original narrative ideas in a hundred days. And then to, and then the craftsmanship of, of paring it down and choosing words that, that aren't dead metaphors. So I don't want to waste my words on dead metaphors. I want really evocative language and to, and to choose and find all that. Yeah, it's very. So what, um, if, as you look forward at that, what do you think would be a, like, how would, how do you think you'll battle that anxiety? Are, are there any things that you can think of? Because for me, having done it one year, and 
um, you know, I, I, I struggled, I struggled with putting, you know, my artwork up when I thought it wasn't, it wasn't, I did it, it wasn't really something I was very proud of. But over the time period, because I had committed to posting it, it, it became easier. And the biggest thing that I found is that people would respond to so positively to all of my pieces and that I was my own worst critic. So I guess for all of you listeners out there that are going to post something um, and, and that hundred days feels like, you know, we're used as an artist, I'm used to kind of, excuse me, like filtering through my pieces and presenting something that is my favorite, you know, and this, this process forces you to really just produce the work and that the process of the work is more important than the product. And I think that's, that's something to remember is whatever you're doing, the, the process is, is really the king here. You're not, don't think about the end product, just in try to enjoy the process. And, and I think that idea of practice is, you know, similar to walking, you know, 20 miles on a, on a path, you, the process of it, you couldn't think about the end destination, just had to take it like one step at a time. So so for all of you, all of you guys who are going to join us, just take it one day at a time. Don't think about day 99. Just think about day one, because that's where we are at. And in that, we're going to be in this quarantine for a while. And just the reminder that that, that this process as well is just a process of one day at a time, one step at a time, even if you're not doing the 100-day project. We just hope that you are healthy and well, inspired, connected to others, not isolated, not harming yourself, um, feeding your body well, giving your body exercise, feeding your mind and your emotions well, because these are times that will change all of us. Yeah. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Thank you. Thank you for walking with us. To stay connected, visit us at pilgrimlost.com. Please comment, share, and respond.